Kilo, Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, India, Tango, Zulu. The following is a Kaplowitz Radio production on behalf of Kaplowitz Media and is powered by Illusione Cigars Deep in Flavor. Deep in your mind. Illusione Cigars dot C O M. Welcome, gentle persons, to Cabloids Radio, etc., for uh, episode 194 of the big show, which was and still is entitled Summer's Lease, etc., is a midweek bit of audio housekeeping and addendum of sorts to the Cabloids Radio podcast offering known titularly as Capitalist Radio, which drops each and every Sunday. Be sure to subscribe to Capitalist Radio programming wherever you are currently listening on your preferred podcast catcher. Rate and comment. Also visit www.kaplowitz.xyz for more of everything. The best tasting podcast out there. And again, for even more content, that being expertly written content, Kaplowitz.xyz. So what did happen on episode 194 that requires an addendum? Nothing. Uh, Well, nothing requires an addendum. What happened, what occurred was a whole lot of me talking to myself. What's about to happen here? More of that than a classic uh, Disillusione D-Program podcast from deep, deep within the Kaplowitz Radio archives. Actually, it's probably not that deep. Probably not that deep. Also, going to be taking a look at the cigar I'm smoking. We'll get to that in a bit. Also, well... Also, nothing. I think we're actually just into the show now. Uh, I guess a little bit more over here. I just posted, well, just earlier today, this very morning, posted a special uh, post, published a special post. Uh, It's a Meadowcroft Port dessert, uh, dessert wine review. Uh, and uh, what makes it special is it posted to Capitalist Media Wine, of course, but also to Capitalist Media Cigars, because in it, I offer uh, three cigar recommendations that would pair lovely, exquisitely, maybe even with that Meadowcroft, or really any port wine, which, uh, for some reason, people forget, as you'll read if you go there, that port is the perfect pairing for cigars. Well, the perfect adult beverage pairing. Uh, although it really gives coffee a run for its money even anyway. Also a new, speaking of coffee, coffee review posted. And also another cigar review. The coffee was a Paper Tiger offering. The uh, cigar was a Adventura offering. And holy balls, gentle persons, that's a lot of content. Speaking of content, something to look forward to on the uh, main show. A return to, well, I already said I spoke to myself, I talked to myself. It's going to be a return in episode 195, uh, guests who don't know, uh, might know, fine, I know, you just don't know, you 
have to tune in to find out. Speaking of tuning in, don't forget to tune in. Don't forget to get ready to tune in. Prepare yourself so that you are prepared for the Kaplowitz Media Cigar of the Year. Let's run through that process yet again. It begins 9-26, the 26th of September. Hours away. Sure, it's days, but it's so few. That's not an absurd amount of hours. Uh, So 9-26, the post opens up. It is published. And what you have there on the 26th is all of the cigars of the month listed, chronicled, if you will. Then on the 27th, that post gets edited and you find out who the best of each month is. Then on the 28th, that list will be whittled, if necessary, down to 10. Then, step four, it's kind of like putting an Ikea bookshelf together. But I'm doing it for you, and it won't break the next day. Under the weight of a book. 9.29, that post gets edited again, with the ta da da ta With 10 through 6 announced Cigar of the Year. Then the fifth step. 9.30, September 30th. Numbers 5 through 1 are announced. One, of course, being the Kaplowitz Media Cigar of the Year 2019-2020. Wow. Again, it starts the 26th. What day is today? I'm recording this the 22nd. It'll be dropping the 23rd. If you're listening to this right away, this starts in three days. The 26th ends the 30th with the naming, the unfurling, the presenting. Of the Capitals Media Cigar of the Year. Cool beans. Yeah. Now. What about smoking? Well. It's a little something I wrote about already. A bit of time ago. It is the. GTO. Cigars. Painkiller. Maduro. Lancero, Dominican Puro, wrapper, binder, filler, Dominican. Crafted at the Tabacalera GTO Dominicana. Pigtail cap, medium full intensity. And what I wrote about this back then, back then being a Monday, April 20, 2020. 2020, 2020, 2020, notes, dark chocolate espresso molasses. The primaries all march along in a darkly toasted lockstep stride. Then it's all sultry. Weird. A charred oak wine cask delineates dark chocolate shavings and espresso from below, below, beneath, but not very superficial nuances the depth is there but not deeply so the abyss stares back in a shrug pleasantly bittersweet via a somber and heady manner yet not abrupt nor ham-fisted just not complex smokes a bit like a pirito a look at a quite nice single leaf black walnut anise pumpernickel flood the secondaries but do not expand them. A bit claustrophobic, say. Still, nicely balanced, proportionate, structured. 
cherry cola sweetness with an underpinning crisp bitterness comes at midpoint. I'm not at midpoint currently. And really does do well. Underbelly is roasted earth with a heidi savoriness which extends into a sweet long-lasting finish. A surprise almost minty refreshing roasted orange tail end then clean. Draws exceptionally smooth for its format. Ash clings well and pale, glistening at points. There is some crackling of top leaf dinging its cosmetics. Cap and shoulder hold fast, as do seams and density of roll. Very smoky, voluminously so. Plumes, really. That said, milder aroma than that at all. Foretell, quite woody and peppery. That there is on retrohale as well. How to succinctly relay the all in all. Hmm. Imagine watching Eartha Kitt slip into her negligee through the keyhole in her boudoir door. She purrs, you know. Final grade back then, B+. Plus. Without the dings... With a bit of a deeper sensation, but also with a bit of a leaf coming loose, not fully, but a little bit of a, a tick of a happening, a little bit of a slice that's letting the seam open up a little bit, but it looks like it's going to get smoked through readily. This is a quick smoke. Also, this is fresh off the truck, although bovedid, but predominantly, this shouldn't be taken seriously. But should this ever, this thing I do, I don't know. Good question. Very smoky, headier aroma. I would say this offering here. Marvelous draw, again, for the Vitola, for the format. The thing about Lanceros is I don't love them. Uh, almost just this side of gimmicky. Uh, tend to be quite linear. You're getting a whole lot of the wrapper leaf the top leaf tends to not have the complexities, the richness, the fullness. This does for Lancero, uh, which is to say she's pretty hot for a heavy girl, that kind of thing. It's a stronger B+. I don't think it gets to A-. A stronger B plus. It's quite nice, very meaty, bittersweet, uh, kind of like a Cuban coffee sensation. I'm going to stick to the Eartha Kit. Again, that's uh, watching Eartha Kit slip into her negligee through the keyhole in her boudoir door, and that meaning it's quite narrow of a viewpoint. She purrs. She purrs, you know. Mm. This purrs. And it purrs in a kind of sexy way, but it also purrs in a way that lives up to its nom de tobacco, GTO. It's got some muscle in that purr. All right. There we go for that. And uh, I guess all that's left now... Gentle Persons is to remind you to check out K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z.xyz. Written reviews of wine, cigars, coffee. Spoken that too, but also spoken views. Uh, hold on tight, don't go anywhere. Like I said, it's show top. Classic. 
This Illusione podcast, the official Illusione podcast, offering with myself and Dion Giolito. I think we're talking about hoodie strings in what you're about to listen to. Please don't go. It's much more interesting than you would imagine. Hilo. Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, India, Tango, Zulu, Powered, but of course, by Lugione Cigars for this is the unofficial an unauthorized Disillusione Deprogram podcast. Welcome to the Society I Am Capitalist Media. With me is my co-host, Dion Giolito. Dion, it's crazy here. Everything yeah. okay? Everything's fine. Okay, it, it's, I had a rough, rough morning. Um, first of all, Yesterday, almost 70 degrees. Okay. Beautiful. Right. I saw it from my window. It sure was. Yes. Looking from my window, it was nice. My weather app told me it was about 68 degrees. Didn't dare step foot outside. But to keep busy um, in between my naps, I um, figured because of the warming weather, let me wash my hoodies one last time and start, you know, packing them in for the season because, and I totally understand. I jumped the gun. Totally understand. I jumped the gun going crazy, looking for something to do. Did that. So this morning you want to take a shot at the temperature? How cold Uh, it is? One. Yes. It's one degrees upon waking this morning. And I mean, it might as well have been. So suddenly I have my, I have like four hoodies folded up, nice and fluffy, all ready to be put away for a little bit. And I have to grab one. So I grabbed the charcoal one because I couldn't decide between the black and the ash. Anyway, put it on and I look at myself in the mirror and the drawstring must have got hooked on something. I don't know if it was another hoodie or a piece of the washing machine or dryer, but it got like crimped and twisted and I couldn't uncrimp or twist it. So I had to cut it and then pull it out. So my hoodie has no drawstring, Dion. So are you the guy, are you the type of guy that after you lose the string in the hoodie, do you toss the hoodie or do you not go back to it anymore? Do you not wear it as much as you would normally wear it? Had you had the string still in there? Are you that person? <sighs> it, it, it's, it's really a loaded topic. It's not as cut and dry as you appear to believe it to be. Um, I wouldn't throw, I wouldn't dispose of a hoodie just because of a lack of a drawstring. That said, I do, I would wear it less, I believe. I would wear it less. If, if everything is the same between two hoodies I'm looking at, I'm going to go with the complete one, no? I'm going to go with the one with the string. Well, yeah, the one without the string just goes to the bottom of the pile. It goes to the land of misfit clothes, and it sits there, and it's essentially been thrown away you just don't know it yet you look at it you don't wear it but yeah it's 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 essentially refuse and and it's there for what if i help somebody move or if i decide to paint my house neither of which is gonna happen but i i have i have almost a drawer of clothes that would fit that bill not that i'm thinking about it that they're just there because they're teetering they're in like some kind of clothing purgatory yeah, and so essentially, that's like the first step to becoming a hoarder. But I'm so far from that. I'm so minimalistic in every other way, and I'm so careful about what I purchase. Never, you never want to go shopping with me. 
I'm maddening. It gets to the point where I get pissed at myself. Very particular. But once I do get something, I hold on to it. You're right. So it's like yeah. kind of like a minimalist hoarding. Yeah, a, minim- a minimalist hoarder. Yeah, so, how strange. Never thought of it like that. I've, uh, a long time ago, a friend of mine gave me a good bit of advice. Uh, my buddy Rex, that guy I made the cigar for, called the Rex anyways. He says, you know what? If I have it longer than six months, I either give it away, throw it away. And if I need something like that again, I'll either go out and buy it or I'll borrow it. Now, is that for everything, or Jeff, are we still in the in the clothing world? I, I don't know if it's for everything. I mean, obviously, it, it, maybe if you have a car, I don't know, a collector's car, or whatever, you, you don't throw <laughs> that away after six months, of course. You know, a, a china set, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right. But I mean, if it's like, I don't know, like that one-off tool that you needed mm. to complete a project. Right, I call mine like duct tape. A, like a steering wheel remover, you know, it's, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty much a one-time use thing. Right. And so I, I, I mean, I can, I can say that I have one from back in my days when I was working on my, you know, my old Cadillac mm-hmm. and it's, I, I opened my toolbox and it's still there. It's, it's, it's haunting my toolbox. It's still staring at me. It's like, Hey, you ever going to use me again? And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no, I'm never going to use you. And I need to throw it away. That's like one of the things. I mean, I've done that with a lot of things in my in my life. Mm. I've walked into my garage. I've seen stuff sitting on my shelf in there. I'm like, you know, oh, and you always get that. You always get that thing. Well, you know, I might need it for that one time that, exactly. I, that I will need it. And then, and then you're there with your pants down. You right. had and it. Then, you don't have it. You need it. How dumb but, do you want to feel? It's like a, another it's kind of insurance. Right. Not really, but I mean, because you look at that and then you can times it by 10 or by 20. So you're looking at these things on the shelf and you're going, okay, but man, I really need that because you remember the first time when you really, really needed it. Right. And so it's like, oh, it might happen again, but no, like throw caution to the wind, throw whatever that thing is away (laughs) that's sitting on your shelf. And if you do by chance need it again, go rent it. Go rent it from Home Depot or wherever the uh, tool rental places are, or borrow it from your neighbor. Um, but it's it's really liberating. It's liberating to throw something out. You know, it really is. And, and one of the things I love to do myself is see how little I could get away with needing to acquire and to keep. I, I almost like getting rid of stuff more than I like taking stuff on. But it's just weird. And then I looked at myself in the mirror real quick, and I actually took a selfie. If somebody wants to see a selfie of me in the hoodie, check out Kaplowitz Media on Instagram. How about that? Which I think is eight out of every ten pictures you put up there. is either you in a hoodie or you in a, in a white beater. Or a white T-shirt. Um, or a, a crossword puzzle I solved. Mm. No. So, so follow that. But... Uh, it, it doesn't look bad is the thing. I think that's the surprise. I might actually wear it. I don't have another charcoal hoodie. I have an ash. I have a black. I have a blue one, but the less said about that, the better. It's a navy blue. It was a mistake. There's too much color in that. Far too much color. It, it, actually, it was semi-gifted to me. I was is that for shopping. a happy day? I was that, shopping. That- <laughs> that's my rainbow. That, yeah. that uh, on an otherwise cloudy day. No, I, I was shopping with somebody and she kind of steered me toward the navy blue. And every time I wear it, I think I, which is, I can't remember the last time, but there's something about navy blue sweats that make everybody who wears them look like a, like a police cadet, like they're at the academy. And See, I like blue. Blue is one of my favorite colors. Like a dark blue or light, but we're making yeah. this about you, and this is supposed like to be about blue. me. A dark blue is nice. A dark blue is nice. The only thing is, when the blue is so dark that it almost looks black, it triggers the sensation in me of when you pick up a chocolate chip cookie and bite into it to find out that it's oatmeal raisin. 
which is the worst feeling in the world. Yeah, that's that's disturbing. It's disturbing. I, I have problems with black too. I mean, I like the color black, right? But it's like when you put it on, and it's like, is this black or is this kind of like purple black or is this black or is this kind of like <sighs> purple black is blue, the devil, blue yeah. black. And I'm like, and and then I get because I'm like, I just want a black shirt or I want a I want a a black sweater or a black hoodie. But if it just has that slight tinge of off color where it's getting to like the root color that that it's right from washing after you wear it for a while yeah yeah Yeah, wear and wash yeah i i get i get real i i get real funny about it oh it's the same here and when you're wearing two two blacks but they're different shades oh i can't do it i can't do it it it's terrible it also talking about and let's use another analogy that right there, when you're wearing like something, two things that are black, but there are different, a different black completely is fine. Like a, a purposefully faded black with a rich black, that's fine. But if it looks to me like you're trying to match blacks perfectly, but you miss by just a little lateral oh, hair. It's the worst. I can't, I can't handle it. This I, is, I, I feel, yeah, I feel like I've been walking around. I feel like I got like, like, like cow shit smeared on me and everybody's looking at me and laughing. Look, this guy can't even put himself together. He's you can't even blame being colorblind. Colorblind people could tell you, you don't know what you're doing. So that, that, that's gotta be like the ultimate, the ultimate question, the ultimate goal, right? Because you see all these movie stars or whatever in their, in their off day when they're not on camera, they're wearing all black, the, 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 the sports coat, matches the shirt matches the pants and i'm like how do you get all those blacks to match perfect comedians in the 90s how do they do that comedian it's a but but if you miss if you miss it's the same thing it triggers my ocd again in the same way as when you walk into like a diner or one of those fun casual restaurants like applebee's like you know sit down and have fun damn it look at us all having fun you want some reheated food and you look around and all the frames on the hanging pictures are crooked. Like they I do it purposefully. Them. I fix yeah, them I too. Fix them. I can't I sit there them. and look at it. I almost get dizzy. Like I get disoriented. Yeah. My horizon is not right. Yeah. I fix them. Jesus. Same thing. Like I'll walk in and this is why I feel real bad because they, they might think that, that I'm, that I'm on them. Right. So like if I go into somebody else's store, right. I even do it in grocery stores. Mm. like if the bottles aren't facing all front like if i go into a beer section or whatever and the bottle you know the labels aren't facing front i'll face them i'll face them all front because you know that's what i do in my shop whatever or if i go into somebody else's cigar store and cigars are upside down sideways where i i i immediately just start going in and uh facing facing product yeah yeah, it's. I have it, to. I have to. It, it's 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 mandated. Otherwise, I, I mean, it's that or I leave. It, it, it's well, it's it one down, or the two, and and sometimes yeah, and, probably people wish I would just leave. I would imagine I've never asked, but I don't know. I, I just I the, the question comes to my mind is like how do they how do they let this go by all day? They see this all day. Right. Or, what are they doing? Or, or what are they doing that's better? You don't have five right. minutes. Sometime right. in your eight-hour workday, to straighten, it out. To straighten right. it out. Don't you get bored? Like, at what point yeah. are you looking for opportunities like that? Right. Pretend, uh, pretend like it, instead of playing Candy Crush on your phone, play Candy Crush the cigar game, and everything <laughs> is all upright. It's the same thing, right? It's it's a little like Tetris, a little like Candy yeah, Crush. Yeah, Tetris. Treat it the same way. Treat it like a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you get money for this one. Not right. stars yeah, or hearts. Yeah. Yeah. And you might get paid more if it looks nice. How about that? Even yeah. more stars, even more hearts. <laughs> but, oh, so the, it's, just, it's maddening. So it's the, maddening. the hoodie, insane. what would you, would, would you think less of me or really could you, Dion, if, uh, if you saw me walk in without a hoodie drawstring? Or, or it, removing me, if you see so. What, what are your thoughts when you see somebody? It pro- it doesn't bother me because I'm thinking, well, they're walking around without the string. One of two things: a, it either came out, or b, there was never one there to begin with. But if they're comfortable with it, I'm cool. See, that's one thing. Is that's like I don't very carry libertarian. That's very libertarian I don't, I don't, of you. Well, yeah, but I don't carry around other people's 
problems or anxieties. No. So it's like, oh, that's the way they want, you know, then that's cool. I'm cool. But, but if it was, if it was me and I was wearing it, I I'd probably wouldn't do it because that's how I do things. But l- let me address maybe an elephant in the room with the string in, you run the risk of looking down and realizing you don't know for how long the strings were terribly uneven. And that's not cool. No, they've got to they've got to be even. So without the even. string, you could kind of live a more carefree existence. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, more cash. You you really right. there, there's great freedom, and maybe that's the minimalistic take on it. I don't. Well, I mean, your, you don't need the drawstring. Who the heck ties their hoodie drawstring? Does anybody do that? No, you, no, that's that's your Sunday drawstring. You don't need you don't need or that's your Sunday hoodie. You don't need a drawstring on Sunday. Oh, I got me a Sunday hoodie. Things are looking up for me. I never had a Sunday hoodie before. But uh, I, I just, that feeling when you look down and you're like, why didn't somebody freaking tell me that there's a four inch difference in my drawstrings? It's like, why didn't you tell me I had a piece of spinach in my teeth? Why didn't you tell me my fly was half down? Yeah, why don't people do that? I, I mean, there there are some people that will do that. They'll they'll say that you got something on your face. Like my wife will tell me all the time. It, it could be as microscopic as a fleck of pepper on my face, or it could be a chicken wing, and she'll let me know. <laughs> but that's a, that's a close relationship. I don't, I don't know yeah. about going up to somebody in the street and saying, "Sister, excuse me, I didn't know if you were aware of this before, but you have a broccoli in your tooth." Well, if you're sitting around in a social environment, like if you're like at a little party, a gathering or whatever, if you're in a lounge and somebody's got something, you know, say something, you know, I wouldn't want it on me. I, and I certainly know that you wouldn't want it on yours. Just say something. I can't look at you in the eye now. That's a good point. That's a good point. There's going to be this again, like an elephant in the room. You know, you have a crouton hanging on a corner of your mouth. I, I, I can't look at you. And it, it's funny, I, ha- I had a friend of mine, uh, still, still do, and uh, I'm working on it, but it, he, he's very um, boisterous when he talks. He gets off on like these Peter Griffin, what grinds my gear tangents, like almost continuously. He's like one tangent after another. And he's a portly fellow. And he just like literally, Dion, froths at the mouth when he starts laying into whatever is bothering him. Hmm. And I thought for the first couple of times when I was hanging out with him that he w- had like something in a corner of his mouth, but no, it, it, it is there, but it's not like uh, it, it, it's not a, it's not gristle from a steak. It's, it's him. It's, it's spittle. So, so do you continuously tell this guy if it's a recurring issue do you every time tell this guy? Do you dab the corner of his mouth with a napkin? Like maybe he just needs to carry around a handkerchief, you know, like back in the day, keep one in his back pocket. I uh, carry so one. Does, I carry one. Yeah. Well, look does he does he listen to your podcast? Have you just given him a complex now? He he might, and I may have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, James. But um... sorry, James. <laughs> Big portly frothing at the mouth, James. Uh, uh, Portly isn't bad. Portly is an actual Taylor kind of reference. It's 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 a legitimate. It's scientific. Portly. Well, well, you called him out. You called him out in front of everyone. So, wow, this this might require a phone call afterward, or maybe not. Maybe I'll just lay low and hope he doesn't listen, or just let him bring it up. Let it, but but what, which, which but what, what would you want. do? Would you like what's the tact to take on that? Or if he doesn't mind, I mean, he's the, he's the exact kind of guy that wouldn't mind exhibiting a little froth on his mouth. He he might find some charm in it. I mean, it's quite a James thing, maybe. Maybe that's the way he social distances himself from others. Mm, that's interesting. That's that's interesting, and it works. Most importantly, boy, does it work. He just gets so irate. I, I don't want. I'm 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 shifting gears. Shout out to James. Good, good great guy. Great guy. 
What, you're not a bad guy, James, what, for frothing at the what, mouth. One of my oldest you, friends, sure one of my oldest friends here in a great state of Oregon, and probably because he's not actually from the great state of Oregon. I have trouble with actual native Oregonians. They're quite a different breed. So my Sunday hoodie, it, it, impossible. I, I'm, I'm thinking about this now. Impossible to dress up this hoodie without a drawstring. It's jeans or nothing. I mean, you can't put slacks on. You can't put shorts on. With, you can, maybe can put shorts sure, on. With the hoodie, uh, depending on the shorts. Yeah. I mean, if they're right. cargo pockets. Cargos, exactly. That's an outfit right there. I never, I don't own a pair of shorts though, and I can't remember the last you time I did. I did. Yeah, you don't want you don't want skinny shorts with, or or like those really high. What were those one shorts with the little koala bear on them? I have no idea. I have no idea. Those are like a little koala bear logo, but they like almost they they came right up to like high thigh. They Ooh. were like super high shorts. Oh, I, I can't. Yeah, you don't want to wear those. As a general rule, I would imagine you don't want to wear those. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. If I ever do wear a pair of shorts, and I haven't for years, I'm stuck very much in the grunge take on shorts. They're kind of just like hacked off baggy pants. You know, they're full coverage shorts. I, I don't, I'm not proud of my legs. Well, yeah, I, I, my shorts, I got to, I got to buy shorts and it's hard because I'm six foot six. So my shorts can't be anywhere above the knee, right? So they got to be Precisely. mid-knee or they got to be right at, right at the bottom of the knee. Cap. I like when, I, I, I like, like when they're right above my knee when I sit. So when I stand up, they're right below my knee. Right. So that's fine. But if you're standing up and it's like halfway up your thigh, and they're like really balloony shorts. I mean, that is just like the creepiest thing on earth. That is like mm. old man, creepy old man. Uh, can't no, forget no. it. Yeah, fanny pack gla- yeah, <laughs> um, glasses. Flop, yeah, floppy you, fishing in, hat. Yeah. Floppy fishing. Yeah, hat. you're getting into some some dangerous territory there once you start wearing those shorts. You know. Yeah, I, 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 I but I, I'm th- I'm looking at it. Here's another something tactically i don't have drawstrings in front of me and i'm leaning back now and there's nothing rubbing my mic so maybe this is my sunday recording shirt hoodie sorry that could be a hmm. thing here's something here here's a this is actually a bone of contention or was with uh, with a lady friend of mine uh, previously i don't mind the short sleeve hoodie look. She, short sleeve hoodie. Yes, she could not stand it. She said, "I look like a retard." That's a direct. You're a quote. monster. You're a monster <laughs> for wearing a short sleeve hoodie. But uh, let me clear. It's 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 of a t-shirt material. It's not a hoodie material. It's not sweat. What is it? Sweat material. It's not a, It's not like a sweatshirt. It's kind of like a thick jersey material, like a like a like a like a heavy like a heavyweight t-shirt. Does, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Are you in training for something? No. Well, she, actually, what she had said is it looked like I was in training for a lesbian softball league. There, well, there you have it. What about what about the sleeveless hoodie? No, it's sleeveless. Nothing. It, 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 the only thing acceptable sleeveless is a wife beater. I think okay. The only person I think that could pull off a sleeveless hoodie was Mr. T. That's the only guy I can think of right and, now. And and that's only because it was like the furthest thing from your mind. You're, you're looking at the fifty pounds of gold. You're looking at the mohawk, right? And then you're looking at the sleeveless tee. He's he's right. not leading with the sleeveless tee at that point. At least it's familiar. You, you right. can almost hang your hat on Mr. T's it's, sleeveless. It's, Right. It's just merely a vessel for the 30 pounds of gold jewelry he's got hanging around his neck. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I, it's, it's so comfortable though. I, I would even get flack when I wore it around the house. She would like giggle. She would like point and laugh at me. And, and honestly, it didn't look good, but it was very comfortable because I like short sleeves. I'm stuck in long sleeves so much of the year. 
because I'm always cold. There's like three weeks out of the year out here. I could wear short sleeves. Well, you sit in the house a lot. You sit around, you're kind of, you know, you do what you do. And look, it could be like 70 degrees inside your house. Everybody knows this. You sit down, you look at the thing. It's like, God, why am I so cold? 70 degrees in the house, you know? And you're just like, your fingers are like blue. You can't feel your feet. You walk outside. You maybe do some uh, weed pulling or whatever. Then you come back in the house. You're like, oh my God, it's a sweat lodge in here. It's like an, an infirmary. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's when you realize you need to move more. You, you need to do some Precisely. push-ups, maybe even some burpees. I wouldn't go that far. I never go as far as burpees. It's funny. Burpees are the thing I recommend to other people. When, 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 when yeah. they say like, you know, what, what do you do to stay in shape? You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, cause I, I, I watch what I eat very closely and um, I always recommend burpees, but I can't remember the last time I did it. It was probably when I was wearing shorts is the last time I did burpees. Horrible exercise horrible exercise but i wholeheartedly uh, recommend it was, it. it was probably one of the my worst it was one of my worst things in pt when i was like in middle school or whatever when you go out and you do you, you, you do your pt class right that's what we called it right it, wasn't it called pt back no in the day P, 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 pt pe 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 right pe is physical therapy yeah pt is right. what you're doing now Probably right. that's it's P. an it's an age right. difference. It's the same thing, it, right? Depending on right. your age at the time, it's it's something. So when different. we'd all have, yeah, <laughs> same same thing, different different age bracket. Yeah, and you usually have but, to pay for PT. You don't necessarily yeah. have to pay for PE. But right. the thing about burp that was the worst thing. The worst thing in PE was the burpees. Man, hated those. Okay, things. other than hated. other than making you want to puke. Because that's my reaction to doing burpees. I just want to toss, regardless of like I could have eaten three hours ago. It's going to come back up. The, but even worse than that, you cannot look cool in front of your friends doing burpees. It, it's you're falling apart. Nobody does them gracefully. Right. That's the problem with burpees. But a fantastic exercise. And again, I wholeheartedly recommend it, but I stop at push-ups. And and hey man, if you yeah, if you want to get in shape really quick and uh strengthen that core, uh just do burpees yeah. for like a month. Yeah. Burpees and planks. How about planks for the worst exercise? Can 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 my whole body hurt without me moving? And just like sitting, like like in an uncomfortable position, I, I ha side planks are okay. I have to do planks because I can't do sit ups or crunches because I have a bad back and it hurts my back if I do that movement. Even even if I'm hanging from a chin up bar and I do leg raises, leg raises, it hurts my back. So I have to work my abs. I have to be straight, and straight is a plank, and it's boring yeah. and it hurts. But the side ones are okay. You're right. The side ones are okay. Yeah. I get a little jiggly on those too. I mean, those start start vibrating a little bit, but you know. It, that's how you know it's working. And never do it in front mm -hmm. of anyone. I mean, I, I don't understand classes. I don't, I, I, I'm not a big working out guy. Maybe you might have picked up on that by now. Um, but I, when I do work out, it's alone. It, it, I, it, a lot of people and people I know, it's like a social event to work out. I mean, not nowadays. You don't go to the gym now. They're all closed. But if they don't go to the gym and have that social experience that goes along with that, they don't work out. And I'm just the opposite. Maybe that's the introvert in me. I don't want you to see me sweating and jiggling and shaking and jumping in the air if I happen to do a burpee. Uh, it's, it's, it's not good. It, it's not good. And I was on a wrestling team. I had to do bur I, You ever do down-ups? Down-ups. You'll have to explain that one to me. You stand there. It's, it's, maybe it's a wrestling thing. You stand there. You drop to the floor on your belly, flat out, pancake, and then jump back up. And, like, jump. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Those are fun. Yeah. I highly recommend those having not done one for about 25 years. Right. 
but all these things I'm thinking, these burpees, these, uh, how about lunges? How about the down-ups, the push-ups, everything? How much easier is it to do without a drawstring if you're wearing a hoodie? when you're doing it. Yeah. You're pretty focused on the drawstring, you know, because the drawstring is dangling when you're, when you're doing the burpees down, but maybe it, maybe it'll distract you a little bit from the excruciating mind crushing pain of the <laughs> burpees you have to do <laughs> before, before you completely stop. Uh, I, I just, at the end of the day, why do we even have a fucking string there? Has anyone ever put up their hood and tied it in place? That's what it's for, right? Like, Do you get or, that or, tight little circle on your face? Yeah. Circle like uh, Kenny in, in South, South Park. Park. Yes. Who does that? I've seen it occasionally, but by and large, you don't see it at all. Is that what it's for? That's the only thing it could be for. Nobody, nobody does that, but definitely nobody ties it without putting their hood up. Look, I think maybe if I lived in like a really remote, cold place, like in the wintertime, like Montana or Alaska, Wyoming, it would probably help a little bit to cinch that hoodie up as tight as you can to keep your head warm. But then you still have your face exposed where you can get your face will get frostbitten and fall off. So Right. And even more exposed. It seems like a more focused exposure at that right. point. If right. it, 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 if the if the wind chill could only hit what's left, it's going to really focus on that. Nature is a motherfucker. It's going to yeah. zone in on like on the bridge of your nose and your and your lower forehead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know. So so why do we have the drawstring in the first place? Just for those people? Uh, the whole fashion industry is at the whim of those people in Montana. There's got to there's got there's got to be a bigger reason for the drawstring. If there is, I'm not seeing it. I, I just I don't. It seems like uh, and now I'm almost Dion. I'm so help me God. I'm flirting with the idea of taking the drawstrings out of all my hoodies. And I will immediately regret having done that. And I'll well, have no. to go get new hoodies. I don't think so. Because now that all your hoodies don't have drawstrings, now it's fair game. It's all a level playing field. You can grab one at any given time and you don't have to worry about it. If you have three hoodies with, with drawstrings and one hoodie without, the one hoodie without has pretty much been kicked out of, yeah, it's been kicked out of the tribe. It's been, it's been relegated to, uh, the the it's been kicked off the island so in the interest of keeping uh some semblance of like a socialist utopia amongst my hoodies they all need to be uh, de-strung all strings or no strings it, do they it. begin to call each other do, do they then call each other comrade like oh, where, yeah. like when they're you waiting to not. see which one i'm going to pick out uh, it, will it be me comrade do they tell each other? I, 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 I'm really gravitating toward this. And it, the thing is, I kind of like that cool. I kind of like that. I kind of like showing up to a place without my hoodie drawstring and people going, oh, that, that's Cap. He's, he's, he's not a drawstring guy. Check it out. He doesn't care. How, what's cooler than not caring? Yeah. Right? What is cooler than not caring? So the, take... the ultimate the ultimate punk rock thing. What did what did Flea say? The definition of punk rock is stepping on an old lady's foot and saying, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Something like that. Or not what saying, a bastard. Not apologizing. Not apologizing. That's the ultimate that's the ultimate definition of punk rock. Well and and also nowadays it's the ultimate definition of playing it safe in a weird way because as soon as you apologize for any kind of these like imaginary trespasses like a six-year-old tweet that somebody digs up where you said something maybe not perfectly and then yeah, they you apologize you're admitting guilt exactly you never apologize if there's two things i could impart on people with this episode it would be do your burpees and never apologize because as soon as you apologize, I don't know if we talked about this before, it's starting to feel familiar, but as soon as you apologize, you've lost. 
because the apology is never, ever going to be adequate. Right. And you're just going to get piled on. Exactly. And, and it, it's, it's like, it's, it's like putting yourself out there for virtue signaling. The apology itself is worse than the action. By far, by far. I mean, how many times have you seen somebody apologize for an eight-year-old tweet and come out clean on the other end? They're yeah, done. Rare, rarely, if at all. Yeah. They're a drawstring in my hoodie. They're yeah. done. They're done. Yeah. You never apologize. Mario Batali came close to doing it well, though. But, right. Uh, right. He well, he offered an apology and a recipe for. <laughs> For cinnamon rolls that, that you can make from pizza dough, oh, and they're delicious. For, uh, yeah, I'm sorry for touching all those. Blah blah blah. Oh, and by the way, here's a great recipe that you can use. Have fun, everybody. You know that I'm worked still, out well. I'm still waiting on his apology for years of wearing brightly colored Crocs. That was way more that's offensive to me. Well, I don't know. See, because look, you, you could you you could make an argument for Crocs, right? Because like in the kitchen. Oh, whatever he's doing that's it's, it's yeah. more of a uh, it's 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 more of a tool of the industry right but the thing that i have a problem with is him wearing that stupid like patagonia columbia fishing vest type thing that he wore everywhere Ugh. oh my god you know he's, he's like wearing a vest with shorts yeah I mean, what is this what is this 1992 <laughs> and, and, and i i'm gonna go out on a limb here with a hot take if you could be warmed by a vest, you don't need it. You're warm enough already. I've never, I don't think I've ever, I, I can't imagine a circumstance where a vest makes it just right. I think, you know what? I think it just came down to like a comfort thing and maybe something that he was um, uh, co- self-conscious about. Maybe he's just hiding his man boobs. You know, maybe he needed a bro. Oh. Or a man. Maybe he needed a man's ear. You know, if he had the man's ear, then he wouldn't need the vest. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not bad, actually. That could be a thing because he was he was portly. Actually, he yeah. was just fat. He was a big dude. He looked like a big dude. A, a big red-headed dude wearing yeah. Crocs and a polar fleece vest. Yeah, uh, I don't too, know why, Too I don't bad know there weren't any those. warnings. Well, that's about well, the him. thing is, is well, I, now I don't understand why any of those women came out at, at him in the first place. You know, because that 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 just screams <laughs> male sensuality. That that whole getup. You know, you know they that, wanted that it. Male, that male animal attraction, the vest and 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 the baggy shorts and the and the and red the, ponytail. The, yeah, and 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 the orange Crocs. I mean, that's like, hey. Here I am. Come get me. Come, it, 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 I mean, moist. That's the word that comes to mind. It, it, it's hard to believe that uh, you would think. I don't know. I don't know. Not a bad looking guy, but the decisions he made were regrettable. Ultimately, I, I mean, he could have presented himself better, and, and may, maybe it's like he's, he's like a victim of his own success. Because I don't think you dress like that if you're trying to impress anyone. So maybe he got to the point where, you know, fuck it. And he really just let it all hang out. Mad with power. Mad with Mad power. With and he power. just said, Privilege. I don't give, yeah, I don't give two Fs. I'm going to dress in the most offensive way possibly. And yeah. uh, you're going to accept it yeah i've, and, I've you know, seen, for the most part i did i did i didn't think twice about it. he was fine enough he was yeah. a, you know you know who was you know who gave me totally creepy vibes i don't know how, how this is going to be met but emerald no nah, that guy's great that guy's great i i understand i could tell he's a good guy i understand he's a really great guy and this and that but there's something a little creepy about him Nah, I don't see any creep about him. I think really? he, he's the, he, no, he's he's the guy that could do his food shows in Branson. You know, do like you like we were talking about, like the comedians do. <laughs> if, if the chefs, you know, the food TV chefs or whatever, if they had their own Branson, he'd be like he'd have his own thing. Oh yeah, he'd, he'd be he'd be hall. the he'd be the yeah. Penn and Teller of that. Right, is, is what he would leader. be exactly. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think it, I, you know, man, he's he's kind of like the Macanudo of the food world. Say what you like about Macanudo, but nothing more <laughs> for the cigar industry than Macanudo did, right? So you could beat it up all you want, but that, I guarantee you that was your first cigar. That was the one that got you into the whole thing, right? That's what got you a step up right. removed from you know what White Owl or Look, whatever to, you got at the watch. right, right. At the gas station, right. I think we all used to to watch his show from time to time on food TV because he he, he had a shtick, you know. And so, pretty much, Guy Fieri is is kind of like Emerald two point oh. That's like Ooh, Emerald with no, the, it's like Emerald I, with a twist. I think that's uh, <laughs> I think that's a th- that's a distinctly different family tree. I think that G- Guy it Fieri is. comes more from the lineage of uh, uh, the Croc guy, whose no, name I like just forgot. Role. Yeah, but he's like next generation. He's he's more like the Sammy Hagar, maybe. Oh, the, that's excellent. Of the food world. That's excellent. That's excellent. Lo, lo, love him or hate him. I mean, that's that's the other thing. I mean, people didn't like him for whatever reason, but he has a massive audience, and he does what he loves to do, and he's a good guy. He gives back to the community, and people just hate him for it, just like they hated Emerald. <laughs> People hate Emerald. I I thought I was alone. Well, maybe I'm alone in well, thinking he's a little I think creepy. Tony Bourdain. Tony Bourdain hated Emerald. Just didn't really, like his, I didn't oh, know oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and it. I, like, I don't know what this guy's problem is, man. I, no, so finally- I, I I cast my lot with him. That's my yeah. guy. That's my guy, Bourdain. Yeah, you should look up the episode because he always he always. Uh, through shady, he always threw through darts at Emerald. When or, whether he was doing a cooks tour, and then when he moved, I think it was like a Food Network thing. I think he didn't like the corporate structure, and sure, you know, Emerald was on top, and blah blah blah. I think maybe he got a little. Didn't didn't um, he didn't he give Rachel Ray a lot of grief too? He gave everybody. He even gave the same grief to uh, Guy Fieri, and I'm not going to say it the way you know Fieri. Yeah, uh, I hesitated. It. It's yeah, Guy yeah. Fieri, right? Yeah, right. It's like it's like you're not you're not first generation, you know, Italian. You just didn't come over like me. You know, it's like uh, like when people say, "Oh, you know, it's Giolito, Giolito." No, it's Giolito. You know, but uh, you know the proper <laughs> way to say it is Giolito. Oh, but I don't cor- I don't correct people. my apologies. No, no, it's not. It's not a big deal. I mean, so it's like it's it it would probably mean something. It might be a little more taken in offense if like you know. If, if 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 you're from the old world and you just come over here right now, mm. uh, but uh, I mean, I, I but I'm not going to say it, dude. It's it's look, we live in America. You can say things however you want to say it. I mean, my name Kaplowitz. That's a that that's a Americanization, believe it or not, of Kapelovich. Well, but I'm I, not going to go around saying Kapelovich. Kapelovich. Kaplowitz. Right. Right. It's That's like when did name. it's like when did Lincoln become Lincoln? <laughs> you know, when did Lincoln become Lincoln? <laughs> it's when his family came to America. Right, right. I, I, you know, I confuse myself. I got to backtrack. Something is batting around in my head. I, I said two things that seemingly are juxtaposed to one another, and that is when nothing looks cooler than when. It looks like you don't care. And then I said that uh, the redheaded dude whose name I'm still forgetting with the Crocs. MB. Then I say that he just looks atrocious like he gave up and it's privilege and he, he called it quits. And if he wanted to impress anyone, he would never dress like that. So which is it, Cap? And, and, and to that, I would respond, there's a proper way to do everything. There's a proper way even to quit. And it's not a red ponytail and orange Crocs with a polar fleece vest. That's not you're proper. pretty much yeah 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 pretty much every doing everything you could possibly do wrong. It's egregious. All in one, all in one presentation. And 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 it's and it's so much thought has to go into being so goddamn wrong that you're not really giving up. You're just playing a different game. It's 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 like those. Uh, it's like the Amish. I read this interesting article a while ago. It was online, so they probably didn't see it. But they um, they chase each other to being the plainest. 
like their their gig, the Amish, among other things, is to dress very, very plain and to present to themselves non, very yeah. plain. And, as nondescript as possible. Right. To not stick out. Right. And and they they get into these like fashion spats with one another. Like this my wagon, my buggy is plainer than thou, buggy. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you, oh, know? you have a you have a, you have a little blue sticker on there from that new tire that uh, that new <laughs> wheel that you had to put on there. I mean, you, you you are in offense to God right now if you do not take that blue sticker off. I I took my blue sticker off day one before I left the buggy lot. Yeah. Take off that little take off that little thing. You got to take off that new sticker with the price tag on it. Otherwise, you're going to hell. Oh, jeez, jeez. Speaking of going to hell, I hope you had a good Easter. It, it was a it was a weird one. It was a weird one. I I actually I, I told Snack Tray my kid. I told him I actually felt bad for people that were like looking forward to the egg hunts. They um they they had a beautiful day and they didn't get to do the egg hunt thing. And well, maybe at home, maybe at home they did. But so so here's here's the. Uh... Here's here's the quandary, right? So if, if if you're if you're at home and you're quarantined at home or you're in lockdown at home with your family, say a, a wife and a husband and a boy and a girl, you know the, the kids are there and you do the Easter egg hunt, right? Here's the excruciating mental problem that you have. It's like, well, do we do we dye twelve eggs different colors and absolutely? waste eggs or just eat egg salad sandwiches for the for, for the entire week. <laughs> yeah, that's true because and food go, is a go back premium to the store. yeah because yeah we, and we don't know that uh, are the eggs going to be there uh when we go there when we put in our order it's like we we gotta we gotta think about this now yes like, do we really want to hide a dozen eggs for the kids to go out there and find do we do we hard boil them or do we like maybe do it in the morning when it's still nice and cold so it mimics <laughs> the refrigerator so we don't spoil the eggs we can take them back in okay that's great you found the eggs you know uh, you put, put them in the fridge in. yeah right put, put, hurry up, put them back in the fridge before they spoil i mean you got to think about those things right now oh it's, because the last yeah. thing you want to do is, is is take your life in your own hands by going to the store right. in hopes that they have Eggs, a uh, uh, a seven dollar dozen, uh, right, 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 and then you're holding your breath. It's always in the back of the store with the dairy stuff. You have to go clear through the grocery store right. to get so to the egg. In these times, that's what they should do. They should move all of the, of the important things, the the the, the dairy stuff. They should move that up front so you don't have to go in the back. You just boom, walk in. They should move it outside. What you need. They should move it outside. Right. That's right. brilliant. That's what they should do. That, the bread and the milk. They should move all the core stuff up to the front. And then if you need potato chips, now you're taking your life in your own hands because now you got to run the gauntlet. <laughs> exactly. How, 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 you gotta run how the bad you want that gauntlet. fatty? Right. How, how, how bad do you want those Oreos that people have just finger fucked all day? Right. You don't know what's on, uh, right. on that package. Right. And of course, the double stuffed are even further into the store. Uh, I mean, this this could actually be fun. This could actually be quite fun. And uh, yeah, I, I like that idea. I like that idea. And um, it's funny because I've always thought about stuff like this. I, I watch a lot of YouTube because of my kid watching YouTube and he shows me YouTube videos. And a lot of these channels waste so much food. Like I watch these mm -hmm. two guys try to make things out of eggs, including chairs that they could sit in out of eggs, dozens upon dozens, hundreds of eggs. And yeah. all I could think is that's a horrible waste. It, oh my God. You know that nothing get nothing gets under my skin more than, than, than stuff. Just freely wasting um, food like that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty because anybody, you know, you could throw away leftovers after three days right. or whatever it is, but you know, at least whatever is on your plate, eat it, eat it clean. Yeah. Until the plate is clean. But I mean, yeah, just the, the, just the, the total lack and disregard of something like that. I mean, it's like, I can't overlook kid, it. You know, you're sitting at, yeah, you're sitting at the dinner table and it's like, eat all your food. You know, there's starving people in, you know, there's starving Wherever children in Africa. Or, yeah. 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 
and and you know that kind of like stuck with me i'm like you're right because then you know you see pictures and you're like oh fuck man i feel it's fucking terrible so now it's like that was it's always been set as in my in my in my conscience as to and but you're, you're absolutely right when you see stuff like that going on youtube or when somebody goes out and they're like i'm gonna go to six different hamburger places and i'm gonna review all these burgers and they're all in front of them and they take one bite right. of each hamburger and then right into the garden. The pizza reviews the pizza reviews oh. although although the barstool guy who i really like uh yeah. portnoy he he gives it away right. he gives away the pizzas yeah. right. so that's well, okay so he's yeah he's got a little conscience right there. he's 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 a dick but he's not a bad guy so i like him yeah. and um also speaking of him He's resorted to during this coronavirus thing. He's doing frozen pizzas yeah, on quarantine. Yeah, I saw that. Right. <laughs> this home, it's a I mad world. The, yeah, I, I got a lot. I mean, I kind of like scan through a little bit, but I'll go back and watch. Uh, that, that that would actually be something that would pique my curiosity. It's it, it's it's pretty good, and he does unboxings, and it, it, it's it's interesting what passes as entertainment these days. Everything does. To, to be clear yeah isn't that amazing everything passes in entertainment and it just it just whittles away the minutes and hours and days yeah meaninglessly over minuscule yeah. minutia just mind-numbing drivel and with mm-hmm. that i'm gonna thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of the disillusion ad program podcast I think we, which this is not too far off, right? I mean, mind, mind, <laughs> mind numbing dribble. This year, we're we're pretty much on the cusp. We're cutting like, edge. We're on the fulcrum. It, 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 no, I, I will. I, I would actually say we have pushed the envelope off the other edge of the table, and we're in, right. it, we're amongst the avant garde in drivel at this point. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. it, it's something I'm quite proud of. And thanks for taking part of this uh, this thing. Uh, and and I'm done. Amazing. I, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. <laughs>